Hey friends, I want to thank today's sponsor, Gold and Ivy Candles. I love filling my home and office space with fragrances that inspire me. I've tried so many scents and styles, but I keep coming back to Gold and Ivy. Gold and Ivy Candles are all hand-poured in Nashville, Tennessee, made with 100% American-grown soy wax for a clean and eco-friendly burn. Their candles are always vegan, cruelty-free, fulfate-free, and petroleum-free, so you never have to sacrifice your health for your home fragrance. Their summer collection has an irresistible array of scents from zest to do. They even have a weekend collection featuring oak moss and amber, mahogany teak wood. No matter your preference, you can never go wrong. I am madly in love with this candle company and they want to help my friends out. Visit goldenivy.com and use the code still with you to receive 20% off your entire order. Again, go to goldenivy.com and use the code still with you. Why settle for less when you can live in a world lit by candles and snuggled under blankets? Get your own gold and ivy candle today and don't forget to use the code still with you. Hey everyone, welcome to Still With You. My name is Coley Browning and I am so excited that you're joining me for another episode of the podcast. Today is a big day for Still With You. I am so excited to be speaking with Leanne Aranador. She is the founder of Lotteroo. I'm putting a little emphasis on that name. Lotteroo is a collection of wearable art that inspires closets and minds. The bold colors used to create each piece of clothing are evidently beautiful, but if you look a little closer, Closer, you'll see a before story, a road to true healing. Prior to launching Lotteroo, Leanne allowed the opinions and actions of others to dictate who she was. A job rejection led her to feel unworthy. The guy who never called after a first date made her feel unlovable. And the colleague that didn't acknowledge her hard work ushered in thoughts of her feeling valueless. The lie she chose to believe became so deafening to the point that she couldn't even hear her own voice. Longing for transformation from her pain, Leanne committed to the practice of drawing a doodle every day for a full year. Her sketches were not always pretty, as she says, even a little scary, but they were honest. They were real. And in this creative discipline, she recognized the value of expressing her own voice through her art. The Bible speaks about the importance of words. Proverbs 18.21 says, words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. And just like you choose your clothes every day, you can choose the words and thoughts you you put on. Leanne's mission through Lotteroo is for you to be inspired to wear compassion, kindness, humility, strength, and most important, love. Words shape our world. The mosaic heart of Lotteroo is more than a beautiful emblem. It exists to encourage women to wear their voices and transform their lives and the world around them. I am so honored to call the founder of this amazing business a friend, and I cannot wait for you to fall in love with her work as well. Put your hands together and slow clap along with me as I welcome to Still With You artist, designer, illustrator, junior boss lady, and founder of Lotteroo, Leanne Aranador. Number one, thank you so much for doing this. Yeah, of course. I'm really excited to chat with you. I know it's been like a couple months since you initially asked, but I'm glad that we're finally able to do it. I know that you have your hands helping in many things. And honestly, the more even I'm learning about what you're doing, I had no idea that you even had a hand with iridescent women. I was just like, oh, wow. Okay. She does way more than what I'm even seeing through Lotteroo. Like, oh my (laughs) gosh. Okay. I want to ask just because I care. My heart has been hurting for you guys in New York, especially since that's like been a hot spot with the coronavirus. I just want to tell you, like, friend to friend, I am so sorry for your friends there. Thank you. Has your family been affected or are you guys okay with your community-wise? Yeah. So actually, I'm from California and all of my family is in California. But the last four years of my life, I've lived in New York and all of my like friends that have become family are all still there. So it's kind of like I've been hearing tidbits from them about how everything is. But for the most part, they're all doing well. And even the friends that did get the virus, they're recovering also. For the most part, everyone's doing well. But Thank you. I really appreciate that. And yeah, my heart is breaking for all of my friends out there. It's really crazy what's happening. Seeing some of the numbers, and especially I remember there was one week that they were like, this will be the peak week of when things are going to get really, really bad for people. And 
my heart has been hurting for that city and all of the people affected. Yeah. On a lighter note, I'm so glad to have you here. <laughs> I first heard about La Derue at a bonfire. I was at a friend's house in October. My friend Deidre, she was wearing the purpose tee. And there is a group of girls and I'm friends with these girls, but I've not attended the She Is Free conference in New York. But there's a group of them. They have this little Andy Andrew fan club. They like <laughs> have become a fan of you, yours as oh well. My and my friend was like wearing this at a bonfire and I was like okay um tell me about your shirt because I love art and I'm just attracted to all things that are creative she was sharing that with me and since I've just been following and I have a few other friends who have shirts mine's on the way and I'm so excited to be part of the club now Oh my goodness, that's amazing. It never gets old hearing these stories. And it's kind of like, you know, you're on one side of the screen designing and doing all these other things. And you, you know, sometimes you find yourself in a place where you're like, does this resonate with people? Do people care? Sometimes it is like that. So it's always really lovely when you hear stories like this. It's just super encouraging. There are people that these messages definitely relate to. It is making an impact. Sometimes people can view like fashion art as kind of frivolous, but I think that's even changing right now. Right. Yeah. There's nothing frivolous about it. What you do matters. And I feel like even to the people who don't even realize that it matters. I mean, I mean, have you seen a commercial or watched television that is art all over that? And I think that we appreciate art, even though we don't sometimes always go about saying it. So yes, what you do matters is amazing. That's a good point. You You grew up in California is what you were saying? I'm from Northern California, but I moved down to Southern California for school and I lived in LA. I was there for about three years. During that time after I graduated, I was like working full time and I landed what I thought was my dream job at a huge like fast fashion company, but I was assisting the art director there. So it was like always creating mood boards. I'm very creative and it was also a mix of business. So it was like both worlds combined. But it was like two months into that, that I found myself realizing there had to be more to life. I also at this time didn't really have a relationship with Jesus. There's just a lot of different questions I had about my life and what was just happening because I was like, this was my dream job. This is exactly where I thought I wanted to be. But it turns out this isn't the job I want anymore. Instead, I, I decided to study abroad, the finances to do that, and the timing of it all just really came together. And so I studied abroad for the summer for a couple months in London. And while I was there, I was taking a graphic design course and my teachers, every project I turned in, they would always make the same statement about my work. They would say, you could see how much joy you have through your work. Mm. The only reason I had so much joy was because I was exploring new places. I was meeting new people and my life wasn't just consumed with work because like that was much my life in LA. I was just working all the time. I didn't really have any friends or a community at that time either. So that all kind of combined to me realizing that for me to have like a full life, like the life that I desired, I would have to have a equal portion of social life and work life and it can't just be one way or the other. Yeah. And And so I made that decision to move to New York based off of my experience in London. New York seems like the middle ground between LA and London because at the time living in London just felt like way too far. That's how I kind of ended up in New York from 20... September 2015 till this past February 2020, I lived in New York. And that's where a lot of the building of Lottery happened. But now because of the pandemic and everything, I am now in California. That was kind of the plan right now was to like, I like moved out all of my stuff from my New York apartment. The plan was to travel for a couple of months and then eventually move to London. But obviously that's all kind of up in the air right now. Wow. So you're in the middle of major life change. So you're potentially going to be moving to London then? Yeah, it's definitely been like validated by God that like this is the place that he's put on my heart, but like I have no idea how it's going to come together. And like right now trying to run a small business, it's still very much in the early stage. We are approaching like two years this September. So it's like, I'm still learning a lot. Yeah. You know, I'm just taking it day by day and just slowly trying to figure it out. Thank you for inviting us in. It feels like you just opened a door to kind of a new step and things Mm -hmm. that are going to be happening in your life after starting in California and kind of working your way around the world, so Mm -hmm. to say, now that you're back there and you have had such life change, even through the starting of the company, the things that God's done in your life, what are some things that you're feeling? It's like you're a new you, but now you're back in the same place. What has that taught you? I feel like 
it's definitely been a huge learning lesson. Everything that that has happened in my life feels that way. But especially during this time, it was kind of like initially a hard pill to swallow just because I was like, I've worked so hard to kind of like move out of like the small town that I'm from. My mom knew she's like, I know it's hard for you to be here. But I think this is actually really great for you. Mm. Over like the first month of being here, I started to see how like that statement was really true and how I really believe God knew that like my heart needed this time to just kind of take a step back and realign my vision and my values to what he initially said. Because I think over the last four years of starting Lotteroo and like talking to people about it and just getting equipped for it, my vision for it kind of got muddled a little bit in the process Mm. just because that New York lifestyle it is very much like you're on the go you're hustling you're doing a million things at once that's exactly what my life was before it was like constantly doing the most that I could do and like over the holiday season the end of 2019 we did a holiday market and that was the first time ever really having a store and like working with so many different people my body physically like I thought I was to a point where I needed to get like knee surgery because I was just like running around like crazy doing a a million things at the time and and even though I was so busy doing all these things there was still a part of me that wasn't being fulfilled and felt like I wasn't doing enough by being in one place like shelter in place stay at home and just kind of sit with that have my schedule completely be like open and free to kind of do whatever and like I actually have time to do other creative projects Mm -hmm. was so good for me because creativity became my business I never had the time or opportunity to really find a new creative outlet so I kind of in a weird way found myself again in this place of needing a place to really share my voice with all the imperfections and everything but in a new way because even my artistic style of cutting out collages became I don't want to say repetitive because it's still something I very much enjoy Mm -hmm. it felt like I mastered that skill in a way and I needed something to challenge me or find a new way for like God to speak through me to me through I mean that just sounds like evolving you're growing yeah that's a really great way to put it right now during this time I've picked up painting I used to paint in high school a little bit like through different Mm -hmm. art classes. It's so funny how like through just painting with acrylics, it makes you focus on real life objects and like the different tones and colors that are involved in that. So it's like just because you see a yellow flower doesn't mean it's just yellow. It's like you see all these different tones and it makes you appreciate things a little bit more. And I feel like God's been really speaking to me through that process of just like the different shades and undertones that you see in just like the simplest products. That's been really beautiful through painting because it's like there's a little bit less control. I think that's the the key thing in this is that I have to find something where I don't have control. And like before collaging was that, I kind of lost control in that place. And like God was able to like really speak to me through colors and shapes and Mm. like movement on the page. And that's still true. I look back and I'm like, that was five years ago when I started that. It makes sense to me now that like I physically like need something new to cultivate that same inspiration and feeling that I once had. It's interesting that you gravitated towards something that you said you have no control over because I know in my journey of healing and walking with the Lord, I tend to gravitate towards things in the midst of when things feel chaotic. I move towards something that I know for sure that I can have control over, whether that be like food I take in or like doing something that I know I can see completed. That's so interesting to me that you move towards something that your words are that I had no control over. Yeah, it's in a way, it's almost like you have control, but it's because it's something so foreign to you, you can't force it to be exactly that. I definitely go into it like having something in mind that's like bubbling in me that I want to get out. But then the outward expression of that is like using something I don't have complete control. So I can't make it exactly the way I pictured. So it's like almost like leaving a little room for the mistakes, imperfection and like being okay with that. And I think that's what really art has been for me is like just a huge encouragement that there truly is so much beauty in the imperfections. Were you like that as a child? Did you always have something creative spinning? Were you naturally drawn to art or how did that grow in you? It's funny. I am very lucky. I grew up in a household where my parents really encouraged for us to try different activities. We were enrolled in ice skating, dance, swim. My siblings 
siblings, I have an older sister and two younger brothers, they did like soccer, taekwondo, guitar, like all these different things. For me, during that time, I realized like I didn't really like competition. Like I hated sports and I just Mm -hmm. wasn't a competitive person. And so that's why I think I was so drawn to art was because no one could compete with me. I had no one to compare myself to or anything like that. It really was like a way that I could freely self-express myself and not worry about having to confine to anyone's rules. Obviously, they taught me a lot, but it was kind of like learning and then being able to apply that to like my own projects. I could pick the subject matter. So it was like there was a lot of freedom and expression in that. Like I think I took my first art class when I was probably like six or seven I was in the first grade and I remember going to my art teacher the first thing she taught me was to like draw people and they didn't have necks so that was like the first thing she taught me was to like draw two lines (laughs) below their head so they could have a neck give some stability there (laughs) yes yes I love how God paints stories tells stories and so I think that's so sweet how even at an early age and this is me because I've just learned a little bit through what you're doing that I've heard part of your story is that you felt chained to how others dictated Mm -hmm. who you were and you felt tied to their words. The Lord was doing you to Mm -hmm. this freedom where there's no competition. There's no comparison. I think a lot of people feel that way where they feel labeled and feel like because something that they didn't ask for was spoken over them that they feel like has become a life mantra, Mm -hmm. which was never theirs to carry. Could you share a little bit about that? Even we give people words that they might be feeling something, but they don't even know how to describe. I feel like for myself during that time, I was working a lot. I was pursuing relationships that I shouldn't have been pursuing. Like it was just a very one way type of relationship where it's like, I just kept giving away myself. And I realized kind of towards the end of that, like I just reached a really low point and I didn't know what else to do. I started the whole A Doodle A Day project back in 2015. So it's Mm -hmm. been five years now. And like funny enough, now I find myself very much in a similar way, like what I mentioned before about living in New York and kind of just hustling and just going with that flow continuously. And like that completely became my sense of validation was like how busy I was. It's something I, I just feel like is important to share that is something you constantly have to work at and protect every single day. Like it definitely creeps in regardless if you've conquered it before, like it will come. That is how I feel like society conditioned us is to seek approval from others. And so, and it comes in small ways, you know, like you can be doing amazing things and it looks great, but then somehow in like your quiet place, something still doesn't feel right by doing this. It's in those moments that I realized that their words, like a job interview that I applied for, and I didn't get accepted, Mm -hmm. that labeled me as that I was not valuable. And if I went on like a first date with someone that was saying that I wasn't lovable, the colleague that I was working for didn't appreciate the work I did. So it's like, I don't have any purpose here. All these different lies will start to build up. And I realized that just taking a moment each day, whether it's like 15 minutes to an hour, just really sitting and like processing all the different conversations. That sounds a little intense, but it's like processing these little conversations that you've had. Because sometimes you don't even realize that those Mm -hmm. comments build up and are saying things about you. Even in the small ways, it's like you have to acknowledge that you were offended. And it's not saying you have to go and tell that person, like, when you said this, you offended me, because certain relationships where that's required. But in the day to day, like every conversation is almost an opportunity to like poke at a wound that you have. And it's not necessarily like that person is trying to do that. But you have to acknowledge you are feeling that way, be able to take the next step in transforming that lie into truth. It's like a, really about taking those thoughts captive, bringing them to the cross. Jesus, like, this is not true. Like, what is my portion? What do you give me and so that's what kind of like the doodling process was for me was like bringing these lies to the paper scribbling this is how I feel and then from that transforming into something beautiful allowing myself to be like okay I see this is what I'm hurt by but what do I actually need honestly I would do it even though I didn't feel like it was true (laughs) it feels very complex but it's like basically I would show up every single day And it's not like I would feel 100% better after I did that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's like by that constant daily practice of doing that, 
that I was able to be like, wait, this is who I am. I am not these lies. I have the power to decide who I am and remind myself who I belong to. There's so much, honestly, that I was thinking as you were saying that, because one of the things that you mentioned, you said, when we enter into conversation, it opens us up to the potential poking at what wounds, mm-hmm. poking of a wound. Thank you. When you said that, I somehow like I never had even thought of that, but it's true. Every time we go into something, we are in a way taking a step of bravery and saying like, this is who I am and having the potential of even someone unknowingly causing us pain, but we can't be in love and in control at the yeah. same time. Another thing that you were saying was that like you showed up every single day, even though you didn't feel like it. And I feel like those two are definitely tied. Mm -hmm. Like you have to show up every single day because if not, like you'll miss out on the beauty of the healing and the experience of what God can do in restoration. Exactly. I feel like those two things definitely go hand in hand. And it's like being able to practice that every single day. It makes it easier over time when you can identify the lie sooner than later. So it's like in that moment, you don't even have to wait until the end of the day to process every single thing that happened that day but like you're able to in that moment be like oh she just pulled out one of my heartstrings not in the great way yeah what's happening in me it's just kind of like you're creating these points of like understanding your feelings quicker and quicker and realizing like okay is it me or is it you and it's like a way that I think once we kind of have that relationship with ourselves it betters us for relationships with others Hey friends, I'm interrupting my conversation with Leanne to let you know that we are halfway through the year, halfway through season three of the podcast, and I think it's time to reassess. I do not want to look back at the end of the year and think, what could I have done better? I want to hear from you smack dab in the middle. I've composed a short survey. Seriously, it takes less than one minute to fill out, and it is beyond helpful in hearing your voice. It is completely anonymous, so your privacy is protected, but what matters is the answers to the questions. They're very simple. I'm just asking about who's listening, your age, your gender, what city you might be listening from, and then also what you want from the podcast. What are some topics that you'd like to hear about? More of the Bible, more about maybe relationships, dating, money, entrepreneurial opportunities, athletes, sports, more musicians, more artists, more film creatives. What do you want to hear? The purpose of Still With You is to first glorify God, but it is also to serve you and encourage you in whatever way you may need it. Your voice matters. And when you partner with Still With You, you're making a difference in the lives of others. The second question I have is who would you like to see on the podcast? This could be a friend of yours with an amazing story, a leader in your local community, or someone who genuinely inspires you. The Bible talks about the importance of our testimony. That is what Still With You is. It is a place for us to get in the word and also to hear from others who God is working through. So the survey is completely anonymous. It takes less than a minute and you can find the link for this in the show notes of this episode, as well as the link in my Instagram bio. I'm sure some of you guys have seen me way too much on social media, but you can again find it through my bio on Instagram. It'll be out there. I would genuinely appreciate it. This survey will stay open for a few weeks and I just really would love to hear what you have to say. And I do not want to wait till the end of the year to think back about what we could have done. Let's make the change today. I did not realize how new this business is. Like you launched in 2019? 2018. 2018. Okay, still two years, definitely still very new and exciting. Yeah. So basically what happened 2015, I started to do a doodle a day because Mm -hmm. I feel like 2015 was just a year where I was officially done with school, entered the work field, just all my expectations were not met. So I just kind of find myself really lost and like needing change so desperately. So I had dinner with a friend on New Year's Day. It was January 1st, 2015. And we were talking about the things that we hoped to happen in the next year. And I was sharing with her that there was like a few artists that I just kept being drawn back to. They were like a children's book artist and their art was kind of like funky and not necessarily like fine art 
if yeah. you will, but there was something in them that had this like huge, like childlike sense of wonder that I felt like I was just craving more of. At that time, I was working so much and I did, was producing all this work for other people that at the end of the day, I realized I didn't have anything to show for myself or just for me. She suggested that I do a jewel a day. She was inspired by this project where someone wrote a lyric a day. That was kind of really like the big moment of like, okay, like I'll do that every day. And not expecting kind of it to evolve into what it has now, like five years later. Yeah, It was just through that, that I just said yes. That night I went home and the first thing I drew was these robots dancing on a piece of like binder paper. And I was like, okay, cool. Good enough. The second day I was just staring at a blank page in my notebook and I found myself completely stumped and like, I didn't know what to draw next. I just noticed I had all these like fashion magazines in my bedroom so I was like I'm just gonna take these and kind of use this as like my starter it was literally from that second day on that I just started using magazines and I created a few rules for myself during this process because I really wanted to be held accountable Mm. to do it I started an Instagram account I forced myself to post them regardless of how they look early days they looked a little scary because I had a lot of feelings and it was just kind of like a way for me to just complete the process so I would basically take the magazine flip through it and the first thing that caught my eye would be the page that I ripped out because I wanted this process to be a little bit quicker too yeah I mean if you're doing 365 days <laughs> like I was very indecisive and I'm like oh like should I use this one should I use this one and I was like no like yeah. I need to just pick the first thing I see use that and just like run with it you know and so I kind of created these like boundaries for myself so that I could be creative these boundaries really allowed me to be more creative than not having boundaries. I would cut out the magazine and I found myself cutting out more of like the clothes than the people. And so I would start creating like different patterns with different shapes. And sometimes I would look up different quotes on Pinterest and I would find something that like resonated really well with like my current feelings. So like the quotes, like sometimes if the drawing was even a little bit scary, I guess, or messy. I mean, it was real, probably what you're feeling or something or subliminal feeling that was coming out. Yes. I would like find myself pairing it with something that was like the words were more uplifting. That's kind of like how the two feelings kind of lived together was that as my heart is breaking, I have hope that this is true. And because I was using fashion magazines over time, I realized that my doodles were becoming fashion illustrations. Like this is my own version of that. And it's like, I always had a desire to be in the fashion industry, but I didn't know how to sew. So I just kind of gave up that dream (laughs) very quickly. And I pursued graphic design because I felt like that was kind of like, oh, I can be part of like the fashion world, but like in a different way, just because I can't sew, like blah, blah. By discovering this new way of fashion illustration, it felt very much like a childhood dream of mine was being fulfilled. So that's also part of the reason why I just like kind of kept going with it was because it fed into that little kid in me. From there, it honestly wasn't till like the 209th day that I began to realize that the woman I kept drawing was actually me. I really felt like the whole time I was just drawing someone I hoped to be. Wow. Yeah. And so it wasn't until then that I realized this is Mm -hmm. me. Like this is the person I always hoped to be. This confident, love yourself, loving life kind of person. Yeah was me in just like that slight moment it wasn't even anything huge like I was just drawing that one didn't expect it to be me and I remember exactly like it wasn't very beautiful it was it was kind of going back to the very early days of being very messy very scary but I saw that and in that little moment I realized that I really had something here pulling together like the fashion illustration aspect and pulling together the fact that like this is like a true way for people to hear their voice that was the moment that I understood that I had something valuable to share with people that like there was true value in the little things I was experiencing every day that like others also needed to be part of that was the moment 2015 this is probably like September of 2015 that like I really started working towards creating Lauder Rue to be a real brand I want to say earlier 2015 through all these different experiences like from 
the doodle project. I also started attending a church service online for the first time consistently. Like every Sunday I would log to their services and like attend as I was doing that and doing the doodle day project was I realizing that like this was becoming a space for God to speak to me through. And because they also became prayers versus just me doodling about my feelings, it was kind of like a mix of different things. Going back to LaRue, I realized I really had something there and I wanted other women to understand that they don't have to just like the piece of artwork that I make, but they can actually become it. And so it launched into this whole idea of wearable art that inspires closets and minds. Back in 2015, I barely just moved to New York at the time and I really wanted to see this come to life. And so I tried to create my website. I created product images. The designs were typography patterns. So like they incorporated a lot of empowering messages, Uh but they weren't exactly going back to like my doodle aesthetic. Yeah. So it looked very differently. And my product images were actually illustrations that I drew. So I didn't even have like real life models, tried to create my own website, but like didn't have like the shopping cart figured out Mm -hmm. and I try to get them printed from like an online service all to say like basically I just try to do it on my own that was just like not part of God's plan yeah every moment that I tried to do something on my own it all failed the place I wanted to get the designs printed from lost my designs don't know how that happens because you like upload it to the computer and you send it to them and I'm like how did it just disappeared like it just made no sense to me and so it was just like problem after problem after problem you know I really believe it was the Holy Spirit that just like kept pushing me to like keep going and so I just decided to like continue to share like this dream of my heart I kept like a journal with me that was specifically dedicated to just ideas about LaRue whenever like the moment happened an idea would come in I would just take take a minute and just write it down and just leave it in my notebook 2016 through 2018 over like the next two years two three years God provided every single person to make LaRue what it is come on that is amazing my website website was made by a friend of mine she completely did everything for free her and I did like work together but she was also like the first person I met at like one of our church's like business gatherings and her and I just were like encouraging each other like every month we'd grab coffee and just like talk about these dreams that God has placed on our heart over the next two years like we built a beautiful relationship and she was like you're like a sister to me I want to help you with this she just did it for me it was crazy I knew I could probably figure it out very slowly but it was just like overwhelming to kind of see her come in. And then like my roommate at the time was like a lawyer. So she helped me with like applying for my LLC and like going through documents. Yeah. And then my other friend was a photographer who like knew Christian models who could be part of this project. She did all the photo editing. It just became like a true labor of love. Even through that experience, I was able to see like we are the body of Christ Yeah. in our workplace and how like each of you plays a key part in this. And like, it was just a true image of like how we can function together and like how businesses in general can like create life it was just like a photo shoot and I was like oh my gosh everyone's coming together for this like makeup artists stylists it just became something so much bigger it was in these like little moments that I realized I was like lottery truly is something so it's like the seed was always planted back in 2015 but it wasn't until like the next few years that like one God connected me with all the people that he wanted to be part of this journey. And two, like he did a lot of work in me through that. I started to attend church services regularly on Sundays. I became way more involved and like was baptized and like all these different things just happened and transformed me and transformed the true vision and heart of Lauderoo and like made it what it is today so it's just been like this huge journey and like I think I still kind of like stumble over how to talk about this time just because there's so many different things happening at once and they all kind of really go back to like my relationship with God him showing me different aspects of my life and like how they're not divided business work, friends, relationships, like they're all working together. I feel like my eyes were just open to so much during this time. It's so true that what's born in the spirit like will be sustained by the spirit. Your business was born by the Holy Spirit like pressing on you, Leanne, you need to do this. The Lord's blessings are so good because I feel like along with the art that you're creating for what people can wear, part of the experience is the photos and the website and the words on the website. Though you don't have a brick and mortar shop, it feels like 
a brick and mortar shop that you can bring into your own home and experience for yourself and gain so much encouragement. From what I've heard you speak with Nicole Smithy and things that like encouragement is a big thing to you. Mm-hmm. That's kind of like in Lauderu's name. Yes. For the meaning for the generation. Could you share what that means? I know that's a word that you created. Yeah. Early on, I knew that Lotteroo, like the brand that I created, I didn't want it to be like my namesake brand. I wanted it to be something that people could stand behind. And I find that brands that sometimes use their name can be hard for other people to like want to grow in like longevity. I wanted to create a new word. It really was inspired because a friend told me that she like shortened her last name because my last name is Aranador and people mm-hmm. struggle saying my last name a lot. There's a lot of A's in it. So I get it. Hey, my first name's Coley. So I get it. Like, I understand. <laughs> yeah. I had someone call me today on a Zoom call was like Callie over there. And I'm like, yes, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, so she told me that she shortened her last name to the last three letters, which were far. And I was like, oh, interesting. And they're like, yeah, you could change your last name to just Dor if you wanted to. And in that same breath, she was like, there's actually a Hebrew phrase, Lador Vador, which mm-hmm. means generation to generation. Yeah. And for the longest time, I knew that my last name was basically made up. There was no like lineage tied to it. I was so inspired by Lador Vador. And I was also like, my initials were kind of wrapped in there, which are L-A. Mm-hmm it just kind of like pulled at different parts of my name. And I was so inspired by that, that I was like, you know what, I'm curious what like my name means in other languages. So I typed in door and I found out like in Portuguese, it meant her pain in Romanian, it meant a longing or desire. Oh, wow. Through these different definitions of that word in different languages, I realized like the story is in that name. And so basically Lotteru means a longing or desire to transform your pain, circumstance, or situation into something beautiful and purposeful for the generations to come. Each part of that was like ingrained in the story of how it came. It came from a time that I was like in a lot of pain, needing something to like transform that. I knew it was such a desire of mine to like make an impact or have purpose and create something that would like live beyond me. But I just had no idea what that was. Even now as like I create, it's like the generations to generations part is something I'm constantly trying to consider the different designs and materials and being sustainable and eco-friendly. All of those things like are wrapped in there too. So that's what Lotteroo means. It continues to be something that I even need to remember all the time. It took like I want to say like six months for us to like create that language too. It was just even like through writing different random bullet points constantly that we Mm -hmm. finally landed that statement. It's been something that at other events and stuff, when I talk about Lotteroo and I just share the meaning behind that word, it's such a great feeling to feel like they understand and instantly get it too and like can see the heart through just the name. And what I also see from hearing how you started where you would take pieces from magazines and collage them and put them together, you at the same time took what you knew and you saw it and you collaged it together even to find the name that was truest to you and the true for the future generation because what you're doing is for other people and beyond yourself. How cool is it that God used that, you know, to bring those two together, not only through your work, but also through the base line of where your amazing business started. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. You know, it's funny when you do these things, you don't even realize what you're kind of doing. I never even realized that like the same approach to like the collage pieces was the same thing I was doing to the name of like taking different pieces. Hey guys, you know giveaways are my additional love language, and I am so excited to be partnering with Lee Ann and Lotteroo to bring you a giveaway that is just for you. Starting right now, you can enter to win some wearable art from Lotteroo. We are giving away a shirt to one winner. As I said, the giveaway is already starting, and you have until Friday, August 14th, until 6 p.m. Central to enter. Super simple. Instagram only. All you have to do is 
please follow Lotteroo and me on Instagram. Tag a friend in the comments and every comment with a friend tag is an additional entry. Make sure you head on over to my Instagram, Coley Browning, K-O-H-L-I-E. And the other cool thing is that you get to pick your shirt. So whatever style speaks to you most, you get to decide. Have fun with this, friends, and know that you are loved. This is going to get really basic real fast. I just bought a pair of Levi jeans and white sneakers because I like want that to be my look for the summer. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do that and like wear some t-shirts. I love a good t-shirt, especially if it's like conversation mm-hmm. started and see all my friends who have a lot of roof shirts. So I was like, okay, I'm going to put that as like a staple of my closet. It is so set apart what you're doing and so unique. What's so interesting even is like you have even a focus on like the eyes. Yeah. Do, is there a reason why you have focus even covering up an eye? or focusing on like with the purpose tea, my t-shirt will have eyes with tears falling. Early on, I felt like the eyes felt more like just very distinctive feature of each person. So I felt by taking away the eyes that it felt like I could see myself in the drawing and not just the model in the image. I feel like the eyes alone just tell so much of someone's story that I wanted people to see themselves Mm -hmm. in it. That was how I personally felt at the time. I also felt like the closed eyes gave it more of the woman is thinking or in peace in a peaceful way or like in prayer I guess resting in thought dreaming praying like those were all the kind of like the words that came to mind when I think about the eyes being shut it's kind of like in the unseen what's happening the eyelashes goes back to a Christmas craft that we made as kids it was an angel ornament that I made and I remember doing closed eyes with the eyelashes Mm -hmm. like that and someone was like that is like one of the most beautiful things I've seen and I think that feeling has always stuck with me so it just like kind of went back to that and now looking back I was making an angel ornament kind of just feels like it's very Mm -hmm. much part of the story my friends can easily vouch that like I still make those ornaments to this day just because in my own way they've meant so much to me wow that's interesting because I'm a December birthday and that was the t-shirt that I was drawn to immediately I was like that's my shirt Oh my God. How prophetic. Like that is so cool. I love how God works. Like he's so in the details of things. Yeah. It's really crazy. It's like even thinking about now, like there was a time when I was at an event and I was talking to this woman and she was saying how like this design, the the one that you're talking about, the purpose design, how it resonated so much with her. She told me that she saw angel wings in it. Yeah. And I didn't even think about like how much that goes back to the original inspiration behind the closed eyes Mm -hmm. too, which is just going back to like how God literally uses every little (laughs) thing and purposes it. It blows my mind. Like I'm, yeah. So that's what I want our friends to do. I want them to go to the website and I want them even in their own home space. I don't care if they're on their pajamas with a bowl of ice cream, like (laughs) doing some online shopping. I want God to speak Mm -hmm. to them, use art to help heal them in a way that expresses even more of his love, like open opens that gate to be able to see how he feels about them through his eyes. That's what I want our people to do, to go and check out the clothing that you have. So I did hear when you spoke with Nicole, how maybe one day you'd like to have where someone could be dressed head to toe in Lotteroo. Sign me up for those jeans. Oh my goodness. Those are so cool. Absolutely. Like so edgy. Thank you. I know that you just came out with some tie-dye sweaters, which I'm mad about. I love. So cool. What are some goals that you have or just thing fun or dreams that we can like be excited for with the future of Lotteroo? It's been crazy. Like I am so glad that you're asking this question just because I feel like right now during this time, like there's so many unknowns, but God just keeps showing up in the most miraculous ways, making like the goals that I wrote beginning of this year and had no idea how they would happen are literally coming true. And wow. I still do not understand how, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm just trying him every single yeah. day and like there's still questions of uncertainty and I'm like God how is this going to work out but basically at the beginning of this year I really wanted to focus on the doodle journey aspect of Lotteroo. I felt like it was important to really start bringing that story within the clothing and like the products I put on my online shop. I'm still working out the details but I'm hoping to create a doodle journey book. Oh my goodness. To coincide with like the clothing so it's a really a kind of like a DIY mix with fashion kind of like a self healing activity book in a way so it's kind of mixing a few different elements there so you're going to be an author is what you're saying as well (laughs) that's so exciting I love that 
Yeah, it might be mostly images with some text. So I don't know if that, like, you know, yeah. classifies me as an author. Yeah, it does. I'll say it does. <laughs> <laughs> Great. And then I'm in the works of creating the head-to-toe pieces that you mentioned before. Earlier this past week, I finished creating um, this pattern for a skirt that we are working on. These garments are going to be produced by women in the Philippines. Yes, paying homage to your answer. Yes, I love that. Yes, exactly. So everything is in the early stages, but it's still wild to me that they're all happening. And even in the fact that like I'm able to create a pattern for this fabric is just another praise to God. He's like, I want you to do this and you don't ever have to like sacrifice your aesthetic or the value of what you're doing. Yeah. This fabric is like eco-friendly and also I could custom design it. My doodles are going to be on this fabric. It's exactly how I imagined it. Yeah. It's crazy to me. Even in the little details, God cares and he's like showing up and it's like I can see him so clearly in it that it is just a whole nother level so I just feel like there's a lot happening that's why you don't quit at doodle 200 Mm -hmm. the revelation that you had at doodle 200 that's why you don't give up when you tried to start lotteroo and it failed forward I wouldn't Mm -hmm. say it failed I just think you failed forward yeah, no, definitely. That's why you don't give up is because now you're working with women in the Philippines who are going to be able to create a skirt that is going to, I think, honestly, especially with your connection with Andy is like, is I can see people just like spinning in that and just feeling like free as can be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, literally the oh. words I wrote down when I was designing that skirt were like joy and like, I want the skirt to be made for dancing was like exactly the thing of what I wrote. You can just see like this being like something that someone's going to like shake around in and like mm-hmm. feel just completely completely like release and freedom. That's so cool. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to see it. This is going to be so awesome. And I'm also excited for one of our friends who's going to get one of your shirts. Yes. Thank you for partnering with us and like letting us give away one of the shirts. I'm so excited about that. Definitely. I'm so excited. What they'll see when they go to my website and through social media is the four main tees that they'll be able to just pick Mm -hmm. from. And I'll give them all the details for that through social media and everything. I'm so excited that one of our friends is going to get to take one of these home. That's going to be really cool. I'm excited for that too. You have been more than generous with your time and I'm so sorry if I went over. I would love to ask you the final question. And if you have anything else you want to share, of course, feel free to do so. The question that we ask all of our friends on the show because it is called Still With You, Leanne, I would love to know, where is God still with you? God is still with me right here where I'm at. Yeah. Through everything I've shared, Like he continues to show up in the moments where I find myself crying in fetal position. Like, yeah. don't know what's going to happen next. Where even when he's like still with me when I question his presence in my life. And I'm like, I look back at those moments and I'm like, he was sitting right next to me with Jesus, just consoling me in my tears. He's with me in the joy in all these little details of design the progression of Lauderoo I can see him so clearly with me making these decisions and I think a big change of just continuing to move forward with this business is that like I am understanding that like I am purely building with God he's in it with me 100% every single day he is very much part of this and it's like really he is fully leading me it really does feel like co-laboring in these moments again like I just hear that like what's like born of the spirits like sustain and so thanks for being brave and obedient and for creating wearable art that we can enjoy and find joy in and just be inspired by. Thank you for sharing your story. Like you are very authentic and honest. And I'm learning a lot from people who are like that because I feel like they just like pull the honesty out of me as well. Mm-hmm. What a gift. Let's just keep in touch yeah, and I'll keep sharing of some of the stuff that you are doing with our friends. I hopefully will connect sometime. Maybe my friend group. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe at she is free. Who knows what can happen? I would love that. They keep telling me about that. I need to go to New York and that's on my life yeah. bucket list. I have not been yet. I hope to one day. Definitely. And there's something when you emailed me initially that like stuck out to me in your questions like I think you wrote it in the first initial email but you asked me specifically why I chose Dor or Doru from Romanian yes I did because my husband served in Romania and it's so weird because God continues to bring people like that word is just always been somewhere in our life and it's yes I would love to know the answer to that if you have time. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to add because I just thought it was so weird. Not weird. In, weird in a good way. That's a yeah, yeah. question just because no one has ever questioned the origin of like those countries. But 
in 2015, I was, I talk about like the work aspect of it, but it was also like going through one of like the worst like breakups, if you will. We were never mm-hmm. officially together, but it was like one of those things that it meant so much to me. And like, he was actually Romanian. Okay. In the moment, it was kind of like weird to feel like, like, should I s- still continue to use this word because he is attached to it? But I feel like even by that, God is showing me love for this person that once broke my heart. Wow. It's like kind of like honoring what happened in the past but also moving forward using those people that have either brought me pain or whatever Mm. it was with me along this journey and it's not like he really knows that that he's part of it in that way but it's like something that I think is really interesting in that of being part of that wow that would have been something that you could have discarded out of pure I do not want to think about that and what happened in that season and instead like you invited God in and he made something Mm -hmm. beautiful but I think what happens to us with Mm -hmm. Chris and I my husband because we just sometimes get invited into these seasons where we're praying over Romania and it it comes and goes so quickly and I don't know what that means at all right there was a couple of months ago where we just were praying over like orphans in Romania we pray in proximity a little bit because we have like artwork from children that have created pieces for my husband like Mm -hmm. when he was serving over there when I heard the meaning behind Lodaru like it felt like again like an invitation and like a friend like he reminds us of the things that he wants us to remember Mm -hmm. he's like don't think we know exactly why we're praying for the certain things but I know there's work being done yeah that was really brave of you to hold on to the tie that you had to that country Mm -hmm. thank you for doing that yeah no definitely thank you so much for letting me like word vomit everything this is really great to just like share my story and everything with you and like I feel like I learned a lot throughout this conversation too oh awesome that makes me so happy well I'll just say that you're welcome on here anytime sincerely like Lodaru means the world to me and just on behalf of my friends who are continually wearing their t-shirts around Pensacola like thank you so much for always bringing us so much joy appreciate it if I have one hope that I can put on the table and like slide it over to you and be like this is my one hope for you it is that you would visit Lotteroo.com just sit on your couch take it in look at every single piece of clothing that Leanne has taken so much time and hard work to design read the descriptions be inspired I think it'll be so interesting to see what pieces speak to you and then maybe ask yourself why ask God why I love that Leanne is a believer and that she brings both the Holy Spirit and the unique skill set that God has gifted her with to create beautiful work that we can wear and use to see the world through such a unique lens. And as we have learned from Leanne, our words shape our world. I do hope you take the time to invest in yourself and visit Lotteroo.com. I want to thank Leanne for sharing this amazing conversation with me and I want to thank you for taking the time to listen. If you'd like to reach me, you know where to find me, ColeyBrowning.com or you can always find me on social media. I'm always there. My handle is Coley Browning. I would love to hear from you. I also want to thank our friend Lily Gray, who every week shares her beautiful music with us. This is her song Lifted from her album It's All Beautiful right here. Make sure you check that out. Before you go, I want to speak these words over you because words shape our world and I feel like the Lord's leading me to do this. The definition again of Lotteroo is that it's a longing or desire to transform either your pain, circumstance, or situation into something beautiful and purposeful that will inspire those around you and the generations to come. Friend, I want to remind you that you are loved, valued, and purposed. Your voice matters. Your story matters. And don't for one second count yourself out. You are worthy. Be bold, be brave, be you. And remember that he is still with you. Earth, the fog is-